Welcome to your Realtor Success Channel in Northwest Florida with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking to better yourself and your career and or looking into the opportunities of being an agent with LPT Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff, so stick around. All right, number one, and by far the best, is going to be your SOI. SOI is your sphere of influence. It's people that already know you, they like you, and they trust you. All right? SOI, people that know you. So those of us that have been in a specific area for a good portion or all of your life, and you go to this area, you know a lot of people. You'd be surprised if you sit down and just think about it or go through your phone, go through your social media, go through all those different things and try to pick a list of how many people you know. You'd be surprised. You probably have a list of 150 to 300 people that are in there. If you can get something at least 150, at least 75 that still live in the town, you're golden. You can use this, all right? Why am I pushing this? Most people go, Tim, especially people that, uh, that have been on the team or team in the past. It's like, I don't want to bug people. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm a used car salesman out there trying to get business. Like, I, I, I don't feel good about this. It's like, you're not bugging them. What you do is providing them service. And it's also going to be the best way for you to remain a real estate agent. <laughs> Why? Because it's the quickest form of business. Because they already know you, like you, and trust you. And hopefully in your past dealings as whatever your previous profession was, that you had a good reputation. If that was the case, people are going to refer you out. You're not asking them directly for business, although you can, but you can always go in there with a soft kind of, hey, um, who do you know that's looking to, you know, buy, sell, or invest in real estate around here? Hey, if you think of anybody, can you let me know? And then continue to keep up with them and build a relationship, okay? The bottom line when it comes to real estate sales is you have to talk to people. You have to talk to people. If you don't, they're not just going to come to you, all right? So your SOI, the reason that this is so powerful is it's because it has the lowest contact rate to an appointment, okay? So when I look at this and I see real estate, I kind of break it down into math because I'm a nerd apparently. But when we look at how many real estate conversations do we have to have with a specific source to get to an actual appointment or to get to a closing, what does that look like? Uh, so at least the current uh, numbers that we have pulled here in the 2022, it seemed like every 33 conversations, just conversations with your SOI that happen to mention real estate or ask for a referral gets you to one closing. 33. That's it. You're not bugging them. You're trying to make a living. <laughs> Plus, you want to make sure that you're the best representation because you are for that person. So you're doing them a favor. Don't think that you're being greedy or anything like that. So your SOI is so powerful. Make sure if you have it, to utilize it. It's awesome. <laughs> if you don't have one, then what I would say is the key goal for you is to go out there and get business other ways. Use your past clients to build a sphere of influence and then market that. That's the best thing in the world. If you can get somewhere between 150 to 300 past clients, all you have to do now is just talk to people that have already done business with you and ask for referrals. And then you only have to talk to people that you know that you like and you trust, and they'll give you the same thing. It's awesome. All right, that's SOI. Number two, open houses. When I moved to uh, Northwest Florida in the Destin-Fort Walton Beach area, I originally got here because I was in the military, and I decided that this was the place that I wanted to be, 
and I got an offer to go work on a team. So I came down here uh, from doing real estate in New York, upstate New York, to come down here. And um, I didn't have an SOI. So I had to go out and meet strangers. And I love being in front of people. And I love interacting and making connections with strangers. And the best way to do that, what I found, was number two, open houses. Open houses are pretty great because you can go out. It doesn't have to be your listing. Depending upon your market center, it may be more that way. But at least in ours, you can call anybody around and just ask, especially if they're in your brokerage, to see if you can sit in an open house for them. You can even ask other brokerage, other agents and other brokerages to do the same, providing that your brokerage doesn't have an issue with it. Most, most of them don't, right? So open houses was 70% of my business because I didn't know anybody, right? But when it comes to open houses, there's one thing to go out and just put a sign there and just sit in that house and wait. That's at the lowest possible part of an open house. If you're gonna do an open house, you need to do it properly. How do you do it properly? Well, first and foremost, you have to do it consistently over time. If you do a month of one open house a week and you're like, it's not working, that's not enough. At a very minimum, you should be doing at least two open houses every single week. Pick a day or days that you can do that that's going to work with you consistently over the next six months. It's gonna take at least that long, okay? Four to six months probably, depending on your market center. So pick those out. Which ones are gonna work the best? For me, it was Friday from three to five and Sunday from one to three. There was at some point that I was doing three open houses with the Saturday one to three, Sunday one to three, and a Friday three to five, and I would do that consistently. And it was at some point that I was doing a three to five on Thursday as well. And I was doing four open houses a week. Why? Because it's about consistently, consistency and keeping it out there, right? So pick something that you can do consistently that you can at least keep up doing for at least six months. If you can do that, then you'll be doing well, okay? Just know in real estate that any work you do right now is gonna pay off probably three months from now. So there's a lot of delayed gratification. <laughs> anyway, so you're gonna do those open houses Make sure that you schedule it out at least a week prior and make sure that it's advertised. If your MLS allows it to, for you to put in open house in there so it syndicates everything else, make sure that you do that or the listing agent does it for you or the brokerage does, depending, okay? Make sure that it's advertised at least a week out. When you do it, get signs, lots of signs. You need a minimum of at least seven open house signs at a minimum to put out at every single open house. Why? Because that's what drives most of the traffic in is the signage. If it's a long way to get back there, use more. I know some people that do at least 15. Use as many as you want, but that's what's gonna bring it in there. At the beginning, don't use custom signs, just use your brokerage signs. However, as you do more of this and you start making money off of it, make it a little bit more custom. Throw your name on there. Get a rider that says the actual time and date on it, whatever. At the beginning, I got tape <laughs> and I would put over and it was dry erase tape and I would just write whatever day and whatever it was, and then I would just erase it with a magic eraser each and every time and put it on if it changed. Whatever works, okay? Um, other things that you need to do with open houses is you can make this better. How? Well, you can door knock the homes around it. I would do that the day that I would put my signs out, which is three days prior. I would go two hours and door knock everybody, inviting them to the open house. If that's not for you or you want to do something in addition to, get a system like Mojo, Red X, um, Land Voice, whatever place that you can get geo leads, which are just uh, leads that are in a specific market, and then just call around them, inviting them to an open house. 
That's the way to take open houses to the next level. Okay, next, number three is for sale by owners. Why? Because they think they know what they're doing, and most of the time they don't. <laughs> and half of the time, they're going to go out and, uh, you know, they're not going to sell it. So they're going to eventually go to somebody after the fact. So with FISBOs, there's a lot of different, for sale by owners, there's a lot of different ways to entice somebody to do or to work with you. Now, you can get a list of numbers, again, through those different systems I just mentioned before, and um, give them a call or go on to, don't have to pay for that system, just go on to Zillow and find all the for sale by owners and then just call them because their numbers are posted there, right? And then just give them, a, give them a call. And there's a couple of different strategies out there. You can call them and be like, hey, is the main reason that you're not hiring a realtor a commission? What if I can show you that using me is not only going to save you save you time, but you're also going to sell it for more because I know what I'm doing. That's a good way to do it. There's another way too where uh, you can go out and say that I've got a buyer. And realistically, since you're an agent and you were represented by a brokerage, somebody in the brokerage probably has a buyer, right? So not necessarily lying. Go in, build rapport with them. Then build a CMA, send them a CMA, and then be like, hey, sorry, the buyer's not interested. And then keep in contact with them or her and just keep going back and forth and, and trying to help them. And eventually when they give up, they'll end up more than likely interviewing you for the position. Pretty simple. All right. As we continue to move, those are some classic ways to do it. What are the more modern ways that we are prospecting for business? Number four is social media. Social media isn't necessarily a prospecting tool. It's a barrier for entry. Everybody that's anybody that's doing any amount of business is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Why? Because your potential clients, your prospects are searching for you on there. Okay. They're validating that you exist and you have a business. Okay. Um, so make sure that you have something across all three platforms there. Okay. At least your Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And you can add a, a bunch of other ones on there, but make sure that you at least have a presence there. Posting on social media, you should be posting constantly, okay? Uh, how many times a week should you be doing so? The magic number, 21 to 27. That seems like a lot, right? Per week. No, you need to be doing this. But what you can do is you can, re if you want to do it the lazy way, is you take one piece of content and you repurpose it across three platforms. You do that seven days a week, what do you got? That's 21. You hit the minimum. Once a day is a minimum, but you should be doing at least 27 plus to beat out the rest of your competition. And some things, what do I post? Make sure you're posting yourself doing real estate stuff. Even if you're studying for your real estate school or, or studying for, or uh, doing your initial training as a real estate agent or going out and showing homes, previewing homes, uh, it could be something local in the market. Bring some sort of value behind it. Make sure that your face is in so they recognize who you are and what you're trying to do. But keep that in there. So that's number four. But how do you how do you make this into prospecting? Well, what I would do, and what's been pretty popular, is uh, to have a competition with your brokerage and message everybody on Facebook and let them know, hey, I know you just saw my post, uh, even though nothing was posted. Hey, I'm sure you saw my post. I'm in a competition with the rest of the realtors in my brokerage, and I was uh, our whole competition is to see who can get the most referrals in the next month or two months or whatever. Can I count on you if you come across somebody at church, um, at work, or out and about that's looking to buy or sell, you could send them my way? Thanks. 
and then follow up with them, which is the key, follow up with them in two weeks if they say yes or nothing at all. Okay, and that's, how you, that's how you win social media. All right, next, number five is the most modern part. It's called attraction marketing. Attraction marketing, instead of the other ones that we just said, where it's you're going out and reaching out for people, it's active marketing or prospecting base. All right, and there's a lot of people that do a lot of good business that way. Attraction marketing is doing things in providing value and waiting for people to call you. Attraction marketing is the new age. It's, it's, it's YouTube, which is where you're at watching this video, or it could be over a podcast where you're listening to this, this recording. Um, it could be uh, TikTok is a big one. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of real estate agents have been on TikTok and getting success. Instagram, video on Instagram Reels, right? All these different things providing value to customers, but providing value on a consistent basis. Why is this important? Because if you can create a database of you providing value, then people are going to come back and not only do you, not only do you get that validation, but that is there forever until you go ahead and remove it. Okay. Or delete it. And then you can probably still find it. It's the internet, right? <laughs> so providing that value by putting out things that, that are uh, representative of your market or the process of the market or anything is going out there and getting it done. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel, which is the living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And you can see that we've got some of the most um, great views and probably one of the more attractive real estate channels that are in our area. And we get tons of subscribers because we provide value about the area. It's not necessarily about real estate. It's just about the area. And that's just one aspect of it. You can also check us out on TikTok, but we're probably not the best one to follow, at least at the time of this video, because we're still pretty new at it. But all the short form video that's coming around, it's called attraction marketing. But the one thing about social media, the one thing about attraction marketing that you want to know is that this is going to take time. For our YouTube channel and the ones that I've, I've built out in Dayton, Ohio, and the one that I have here in Florida, it still took six months before I started seeing the lead and I was posting multiple times a week. And that's long form video just on YouTube. And for your short form video, you're going to put out a hundred videos, short, like one minute long video, 30 to 90 second long videos before you're going to really start seeing anything. So you got to stick to it. This is all long form stuff, but it's really nice when it starts, when it starts building, you just have to stick to it and continue to. That's all we have for today. To learn more about becoming a real estate agent and or LPT Realty, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Your Realtor Success Channel in Northwest Florida. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you are thinking about joining LPT Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, be sure to give them a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.